GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I'm joined by a man who started his life as a assassin ballerina and then was <laughs> like, you know, maybe this just isn't for me. Hovercraft show. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're you're 100. Usually, I give you crap for the intros, but this one was 100 percent accurate. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's the it's the it's the ballet shoes. So you just couldn't you couldn't <laughs> handle the pointers, right? No, the assassin part was that I had trouble with. Um, I was oh yeah, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still good at being a ballerina. Um, okay, so we are in the middle of the month ish of the threequel. Uh, and we are here. I, I keep just saying John Wick three, but we're actually here to talk about John Wick three, John Parabellum, Wick, chapter three, chapter three, hyphen Parabellum. Parabellum, right? Which is weird because I feel like it's the only one that has a hyphen, yes, and an extra thing on it. It is. Um, and we were just talking off air before we started talking about this one that I still have not seen the fourth John Wick. So, and I have, uh, and I'm not going to spoil it. Fair enough. Uh, okay. So this movie is released on May 17th, 2009, which is funny because getting it to that. What did I say? Nine. Ah, oh, jeez. 2019. Sorry. Which is funny because you were talking about how you saw the fourth one by yourself mm-hmm. at the uh, Laurel Park Theater. I remember I went and saw this one by myself uh, the night it came out uh, at the Laurel Park Theater as well. Um, and I feel like maybe I've seen it one or two times since then. And then, uh, I watched it for the podcast and unlike last week where there was a six week gap, I just finished rewatching it today. So it's fresh in my mind. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Um, I saw this, I don't, I think it was opening weekend. I think maybe my brother and I went and saw it. I know I saw it in the theater and it was fantastic. I'm fairly certain shops went and saw it with me. Maybe my dad. Or three of us. It doesn't matter. I saw it in the theater. It was great. Um, I've watched it several times since then. Um, I actually watched this right before I went and saw the fourth movie. Um, yeah. So I've seen it a lot. I'd say this is this is the one I've seen the most. Oh, wow. I think the first one is the one that I've seen the most. Yeah. To be honest with you, I've like I had a lot, but this is the one I've seen the most. I hadn't sat down and watched this whole one in a while. So, uh, okay. Uh, numbers, uh, budget $75 million. It goes on to have a domestic gross of $171 million and a worldwide gross of $327 million. Yeah. Big so, hit. yeah. So, I mean, obviously you can see why they made a fourth one. They're making spinoff movies. They're making series like they're, you know, it's just, they're probably going to make it, a fifth one at some point. Yeah. So it's, yeah. So it's, it's, it's huge. And it's, it's crazy to think. And I think we talked about this a lot when we covered the first movie is that the first movie was kind of like that, like, you know, like word of mouth, like, you know, like big, like it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like it came out and it was like an instant hit, you know, like, but to think that this franchise has kind of gone from like, ah, whatever to like huge gigantic money-making juggernaut is, is kind of wild well it's not just and, that. A, and a, a, an original ip too like it's yeah. not like it's not like based on a comic book or based on a book or based on anything it's just like you know that's kind of wild to me you know well yeah and it's a household name now like you can just yeah. walk up to somebody and say you know i'm going to see john wick and like oh awesome you know, like people know who John Wick is. Like he's yeah, and it, he's it, as it, familiar now as you know Indiana Jones is. And, it, and it's like someone posted on the Discord the other day, like basically like all the movies that have like aped the John Wick style, if you will, like that oh, are yeah. like big it. And it's like we've covered we covered a lot of the movies on the list on the podcast. So it's like yep. it. Which, by the way. Uh, Extraction was on that list. If you haven't watched the trailer for Extraction Two yet, I haven't. I need to. <laughs> you don't watch it, looked, it. I heard it's kind of kind of batshit crazy. It is awesome. 
Okay. Watch the trailer for Extraction 2. We will 100% be covering it on the podcast. Yeah, I like the first one. Yeah, I, I like the first one too. And the trailer is amazing. But anyways, yeah, it is just kind of wild to think in this day and age that like, like you said, it's a household name. Everyone knows it. And it's just an original idea that kind of like, I yeah, still it, remember, I still remember watching the first one for the first time, like Dave Tush had seen it and told us and told us and told us and yeah. we like watched it on a on a friendcation yep. like up, up in Petoskey and like he's like I got the DVD and we watch it we were like oh okay like we get it now but um yeah, that's yeah that's the first time I saw the first one also so it's so it is kind of wild that this like out of nowhere has become this like unbelievable like phenomenon of like a movie but also like you know expanding in other things you know and spin-offs like we said and TV shows and everything so just wild okay so Rotten Tomatoes on this is 89%, which is 80% better than the 9% that Beverly Hills Cop 3 got, which I think I, we already covered, so we don't have to cover it this month. Uh, and the audience score on this is 86%. Yeah, so that seems right. Yeah. So uh, top grossing movies of 2019 are uh, number one, Avengers Endgame. Number two, The Lion King, the uh, quote-unquote live action. Uh, and then number three, Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, this movie, John Wick 3, comes in 14th in the domestic box office. And we have surprisingly covered one other movie from 2019, and it was number seven, Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, which reminds me that in this month of the Rico, we should have done No Way Home, because it's the third movie in that series. Um, but we'll get to it eventually. Eventually. I like how we say that about every movie yeah you know, if, and so far we haven't let anybody down we, we're gonna eventually get to something that's fair enough uh okay let's talk about the cast of john wick three i'm just gonna call it john wick three from yeah. here on out you know and that's the one of the one of the cool things about this movie is like people want to be in the john wick franchise well yeah like, and that's big the thing names. That, yeah and that's the thing it's like if like all the stuff that i read was like they just like they were a fan of the movies and they didn't they just asked what they want to be it they didn't they're like yeah I'll I'll do it like yeah. they didn't read the script didn't read they the didn't script, didn't care like yeah we're in. okay so obviously Keanu Reeves yep uh Halle Berry's in this movie uh Ian McShane is in this movie as well uh Lawrence Fishburne uh Angelica Houston uh and your boy uh Mark Dacascos Dacascos Mark Dacascos the cast goes, oh, sorry. I don't know. In my notes, I just referred to him as Iron Chef the whole time. So. Yeah, that's fine. The, cha- um, the chairman. And the, the chairman. Uh, and then, like, uh, you know, um, Jason Manzoukas has a small role in this as a TikTok man. Yep. Uh, and then the one guy on the phone, I was like, who is that? And I'm like, oh, it's Robin Lord Taylor. I, I, uh, yep. The penguin from uh, Gotham. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but who else did you want to mention? Uh, did, uh, did you, mention you mentioned Lance Riddick, right? Lance Reddick. I didn't mention him. So R.I.P. Lance... R.I.P. Just recently passed away. Yep. Lance Reddick's in this. Um, I mean, th- there's still a, a lot of other people in it. So you've got, um, uh, so Roger Yuan and Tiger Chen are both um, martial arts actors and they've been in a, a lot of different, uh, uh, you know, Hong Kong movies, things like that. Uh, Boban Marjanovic is in this, basketball <laughs> player. Uh, I feel like... Oh, uh, the guy that um, uh, the guy that played uh, Barada isn't he somebody right? That Jerome Flynn, I feel like he's somebody. Let yeah. me see. Yeah, he's in, he's been in a bunch of different things. He, w- he, he was, was in Game uh, of Thrones. He w- yeah, he was Braun in Game of Thrones, and he's in um, the uh, 1923, uh, the uh, the the Yellowstone prequel. He's yep. in that show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the guy that played the elder, I recognize yep. him too. He's dial tone uh, from uh, from. No, he's it's Breaker. Oh, he's Breaker. Yes, yeah, sorry, he's Breaker he w- from G.I. Joe. And he's in the uh, first Wonder Woman movie as well. That's right. Yep. Yeah, which is the only Wonder Woman movie I've seen, and uh, I don't care to ever see it again. Well, no, don't see 1984. It's not good. So. No, I don't plan it. Uh, but but yeah, like everyone in this, you know, may not be somebody huge, but they're somebody. You know what I mean? They're they're a known quantity. Like there's, they spent the money on on good actors to be in this and appropriate actors for the roles that they're in. 
Um, so yeah, big cast. Uh, okay, you want to do some uh, net worth? Sure. Uh, okay, first up, let's do Angelica Houston, because I feel like we might not get a chance to cover her again on this podcast. Uh, she's got that sweet, sweet Royal Tannenbaum's money. What do you think for Angelica Houston? She's got that sweet, sweet... Remember we were talking about movies that are nightmare fuel when you're a kid? she got that sweet, sweet witch's money. <laughs> oh, I hate that movie. Oh, uh, that's that's right. I forgot. We got to we got to figure out more about depressing '80s kids movie month. Yeah, like Nightmare Fuel Kids '80s kids <laughs> movie month. Uh, I'll go fifty million. Fifty? Yeah. So close. Sixty million dollars ah, okay. for uh, Angelica Houston. Next up, Mark Dacascos. 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 The Cascos. Yep. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet double dragon money. Oh, uh, what do you think? Bitch. What do you think for him? Um, he's got that sweet, sweet uh, uh, chairman uh, money. Chairman money. Yep. He was also in. Uh, he's been in other things too. I can't think of what else he was in. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. He's the chairman. Uh, he plays zero in this movie, but he doesn't have zero bucks. But he doesn't have that much. I'll go two million. Two million. You know what? Right on the button, my friend. He has two million dollars. So way to go on that. Uh, next up is Lawrence Fishburne. He's got that sweet, sweet Matrix money. What do you think for Lawrence Fishburne? Uh, let's see. Good old Larry Fishburne. Uh, <laughs> Larry, Larry Fishburne. Fishburne. He's got that sweet, sweet... Uh, oh, he was in... Uh, um, not born in the fourth. Not born in the fourth of July. Uh, platoon. He's at the sweet, sweet platoon money. Okay. Uh, I think he's in platoon. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'll go twenty-five million. So close. Thirty million dollars. I'm not. Not too bad. I'm. I'm kind of on my game. Uh, next up, uh, Ian McShane. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides money. What do you think for Ian McShane? He's got that sweet, sweet Death Race money. Uh, oh, Death Race. Remember he has the tiny notebook he's nope. writing the whole time? Dang it. Oh, I should have thought of that one. I love that movie. Yeah, it's uh, really good. I'll go $12 million. You're so close tonight, but not quite there. $10 million Damn. for Ian McShane. Uh, next up, Halle Berry. She's got that sweet, sweet... I guess I'll die another day. Money. What do you think for Halle Berry? Oh, she's got that sweet, sweet. Uh, oh, shit. I had it and then lost it. Um, swordfish money. She had the sweet, sweet swordfish money. I was like, Flintstones money? No, I was thinking, no, swordfish. Uh, 30 million. Low ball at Halle Berry. She's got $90 million. Good for her. Uh, and finally, Keanu Reeves, he's got that sweet, sweet Bill and Ted's excellent adventure money. What do you think for Keanu Reeves? He's got that sweet, sweet Keanu money. Um, <laughs> you know, the movie Keanu. Mm -hmm. He's the talking cat. Yeah. Yeah, Keanu. Key, Key and Peele, they're in it. Yeah, 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 yeah I got it. Cat. Kind of like Garfield, but not. I got it. Oh, good. Uh, $260 million. Lowball on him, three hundred and eighty million dollars. That must have gone for... up recently. So good for him. Uh, you know, good good for him. I like him a lot. <laughs> uh, okay, so this movie is directed by Chad Stileski. Chad Stileski. Okay. I'm, oh, okay. Don't don't say it like I'm an idiot for not knowing. Um, and he directed all of the John Wick movies? Yeah. Question mark. Yeah, he directed the John Wick movies. He's um, he is Keanu Reeves' stunt double. Okay, that's how he started. He started as Keanu Reeves' stunt double. He was actually uh, Brandon Lee's stunt double uh, in The Crow. Um, oh. So and then, and then they met on The Matrix. So he did the all that stuff. Um, but yeah, he directs. He directed this movie. <laughs> yeah, he directed it. That's it. Um, okay. Uh, and it is written by Derek Polstad, yep. Shay Hatton, and Chris Collins. Yep. And I am not going to talk about the music because you said you were going to handle it. Uh, well, it's by Tyler Bates, who did a lot of movies we've covered. 
like 300. And obviously the John Wick movies, you know, he did like Sucker Punch, Dawn of the Dead. He does a lot of like um, industrial action style soundtracks. Okay, fair enough. Um, he's did from you a wanna... band. He's from, what band is he in? Um, see, now I, I got to find it. I had it and lost it. Oh, he's in uh, Marilyn Manson. Oh, well, okay. That was kind of a letdown. Uh, uh, okay. You want to talk about the taglines for this movie? There's quite a few of them. I mean, I don't. You do, though. That's your job. Yes. Here we go. First one. If you want peace, prepare for war. Right. Uh, next one. Don't hunt what you can't kill. Next one. Tick tock, Mr. Wick. <laughs> I can't, I can't not hear that line and picture and hear Jason Manzukis. It's true. And somebody, you know what? I don't know much about the fourth one. Someone told me he's not in the fourth one, which I think is disappointing. He's not, but there's a reason for it. Okay, next one. Everyone is waiting for John Wick. Yeah, I know, okay, all right, I don't know about that one. Next one. On May 17th, every action has consequences. Yep. This, <laughs> uh, next one. This Friday, Wick is back. Okay. Then it's the world versus Wick. And then finally, every action has consequences. So there you go. I like it. Quite a few taglines. Okay. Uh, what else do you want to mention or bring up before we get into the plot of John Wick chapter three? Um, I mean, the cast went through rigorous training for it. Uh Keanu Reeves trained for four months for this movie to learn all the different things. Halle Berry actually uh, got so good uh, working with the dogs that the dogs eventually recognized her as their trainer. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they could, I guess the, what I was reading is she spent so much time and worked so well with the dogs that on set, normally like normally when you're working with trained animals, the animal trainer is like just off camera, um, that they... Uh, she worked so well with them that the trainer didn't have to be anywhere near the frame and that Halle Berry was actually the one giving them the proper commands and telling them where to go on set. Oh, wow. And, and you know, what's crazy about it is I didn't realize till I was reading um, the, the behind the scenes stuff is that I, I definitely thought that they were German shepherds, but they're not German shepherds. No, they're a similar type of dog, but yeah. I, and I can't remember what they said. The, the breed was, they're um uh uh Belgian, B E L G I A N. That's Belgian, yeah. Belgian Malinos. Yeah, Malinois. Uh, it says they look similar to German shepherds, but uh, and they're they're bred often. Uh, they're often bred uh, trained to do police work. So yep. they look very much like German shepherds. So, yes. uh, okay. Anything else? you want to talk about or should we get into it there's a lot to cover in the plot let's just get into it because this is a thick unlike our last movie this movie is a big action movie that has a lot going on also there's a lot going on it okay so uh this movie picks up right where the second one leads off with uh, uh john wick having an hour before he's excommunicado uh there's a lot of him running through the rain uh at one point he's in the alley and that's where he sees jason manzukis uh as the homeless guy and he, he tells him tick tock mr wick um, uh, he's, he, he gets in a cab, uh, he's trying to get to the library, but there's a traffic jam. So he's, he's like, tells the cab driver to take his, uh, dog back to the continental yep. and he gets out and he runs. I like how in this world, like everybody knows who John Wick is. He's supposed to be this like, like spooky, like uh hitman assassin, like the Baba Yaga, but like even the cab driver's like, of course, Mr. Wick. Like, everybody. I think that's what it is. I think it's one of those things where. You know, it's like a it's like a James Bond thing where James Bond is supposed to be like this like the the world's best spy, but everyone seems to know who he is when they see him. So well, that, I, I think what it's implying is that this sort of underground assassin world is really has its fingers in everything. So like well, this, he pays with the coin and the cab, and the cab <laughs> driver instantly knows what to do. And and there's for I, whatever reason thousands of assassins just hanging well, out. I was in just New York. gonna say. I was just gonna say. Listen. I, I love this franchise, love these movies, but like, why are there so many hitmen? How many people are getting assassinated? Like, why are there hundreds, if not thousands of hitmen? Like, uh, is there that many assassinations happening all the time? I guess. 
All right, fair enough. So he, so he goes to the library. Uh, he looks up a book. Uh, he's got some stuff stashed there, which is like, I get it. You don't go to the library a lot, but it's like he stashed it in the book. Shouldn't he have some idea where he put it? Like he has to get them to look it up. Well, like he, he probably to to has the... to know. It's a big library, so he probably put it in there, and then he's got to see. He probably hasn't been there in a while. They may have moved it around. All right, fair enough. Um, uh, so, uh, so he goes, he's got some stuff stashed into the book. It's like some coins, a marker, like a cross picture of his wife, you know, like, is there a gun in there or no? No. Uh, there's no gun in there. Okay. So, um, then, uh, uh, you, your basketball player shows up, uh, Boban. Boban. Yep. And he's kind of like. And John Wick's like, I still have time, and he's like, Ah, no, no one's gonna, no one's gonna really know. Like, if I kill you before the time starts, right? And he's right. Uh, so they have an awesome fight. He beats him up with a book. Uh, he kills him by like putting his neck on the book and like elbowing him and like breaking his, his neck. neck. Yeah, it was sweet. And like, I, I, I was, I almost clapped my hands when that happened during the when I saw it in the theater. Um, they said that that scene was inspired from the uh, oh yeah I saw Bruce that Lee from movie Car- Game of Death yeah. where he fights uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem El- yeah, I saw that, which is which is pretty great. <laughs> um, so it gets down to him having like five minutes left, uh, and he goes to get the doctor to work on him. Uh, and they said in the thing that this guy, is the doctor's in the first movie. Is that true? Like I don't I don't remember. I thought it said that he was in. Yeah. I don't remember him being in the first movie though. Uh, no, he's in he's in the Matrix movies. Oh, he's well, he's the key maker. He's a key but maker I thought Matrix movies. I don't think right. is he in the first one. Keep keep talking for a second, and I'm going to see if I if I have the next. Uh, keep talking about something. Sure, sure, sure. I'm not, I'm trying to think, but anyway, so he's got five minutes, and um, so at first the the the, the doctor doesn't isn't. Doesn't quite want to help him, and, and Johnson. Oh, I've got. Five I found my thing. Right. I found my thing. It says returning from the first John Wick movie, Randall Duck Kim as Doctor Kim okay. also appeared with Keanu Reeves in The Matrix Reloaded in the memorable role of Keymaker. So, so he must be the first one. I can't remember when though. Yeah, I don't either. So, uh, okay, so he gets the doctor to uh, work on him. Um, but like he has to stop immediately when the hour's up. So like I like that. Like John Wick has to fire hit. Finish his own stitches and stuff, um, and the doctor's like, "Hey, uh, you're, you're gonna have to shoot me, otherwise they're gonna know, you know, that I I, I, I helped you after the hour." So I like that the doctor's like, "Okay, well, like, shoot me here," and he points and like instantly fires and hits in the right spot. And it, yeah, his accuracy, and then he's like, "Ah, you better shoot me twice." So he like points to another spot and he instantly hits that spot. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> So then, like the hours up, he he, you know that he's excommunicado. There's a 14 million dollar contract in effect, and it's like immediately all the millions of hidden hitmen in New York are after him. Um, I like how he just happens to stumble into an antique store that happens to have like a gigantic room of just weapons. I think I I think he knew what was there. I, I think it was one of those things where he had an idea of where weapons were. I think yeah. he knew. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for that. Right. And then you get the thing where, like, I get, I read that it was like a an homage to like something where he's like putting that gun together. Yeah, it's an but homage he, to uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I believe. But he like does so no. much work. Something like that. Yeah. Movie, yeah. He does so much work to get like one gun together to fire one, one bullet, shot, and yeah. then he then he abandons it. And it's like maybe like I feel like that I don't know. It just seemed crazy. Like, and it was all because the bullet wouldn't fit, but there was tons of other bullets there. Couldn't he just found a bullet that fit that gun? I guess I don't know. It doesn't matter. It was a cool scene. <laughs> it's cool. And then like so, then he's fighting those guys, and it's like it's a cool scene, oh, but it God. is. It is literally almost comical how many knives are in that scene. They're like all in these glass cases, and they're just like smashing them and just like throwing, throwing the knives. knives at each other. It is, oh, that I, again. I remember seeing this in the theater, and again, like big smile across my face, seeing all this stuff happen. Because I look, you have never seen anything like that before in any movie. Like I don't care how many movies you've seen. That is so original. Like 
that knife fight, I've never seen anything like it. In my, I still haven't seen anything like it. Even in the, the next movie, uh, they don't have anything like that. It is so phenomenal. It is the, one of the coolest fights I've ever seen. Um, yeah, and then, like, you're forgetting, too, the, the, the thing that's gross, when he stabs that guy in the eye. Yeah, that was tough. That's tough to take. Yeah, and then, um, and then, then he's fighting those guys with the axes afterward. Well, and that's that's the great thing too is that like so he stabs the guy in the eye, uh, and then the the one guy that he already stabbed a bunch is like kind of like stirring like almost like he's gonna be alive, and he takes that axe and he double <laughs> double hand throws it just like right into the guy's head. Yeah, where it's just like I, I mean it's like it's so stupid to think that there's a. Um, it's like antique store full of knives, but you're right. It's like just the coolest thing, just how they're all – and they're like – he's like blocking them all with his coat, you know, yep. and stuff like that. And it's just um, – it's really great. Uh, <laughs> and then he runs out. What are you, what are you doing? Are you, are you going to pay attention to the show here? What's, what, what are you doing? Yeah, sorry. I, uh, I, I'm respect- – you know, you can, you can talk about the plot every once in a while. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, so he runs out. Um, he gets hit by two cars, but somehow he's fine. Like, he gets up after getting hit by two cars, and he's fine. He jumped a uh, little bit. It was okay. Runs into a stable that yeah. just happens to be there. Well, it's the, poli- uh, it's the police station, because in, in uh, New York they have... But I don't think it's a police station. I thought it was more like a, like a, like a handsome cab situation, because I feel like he walks oh, by maybe. a horse where there's, like, where there's, like, a, a cart attached to it and stuff. Yeah, you're right. Um, and I like how he not once, but twice gets a horse to kick one of the assassins in the head, which I think these are the Italian assassins who are chasing him at I this bl- point. I maybe. believe so. Yeah. But yeah, not once, twice does he pull a move where yeah. he like slaps the back of a horse and it like rears up and kicks a dude in the head and kills him. And again, never seen anything like that before in any movie ever. <laughs> And then that immediately it gets into another thing that's like kind of crazy. He's riding the horse, which I guess they say is an, a real skill of uh, Keanu Reeves, yeah. uh, where he's being chased by dudes on motorcycles yep. while he's on a horse. Yeah, and he's fighting guys from the top of a horse who are on motorcycles, and they're yakuza, I think, because they've got the swords and stuff. Yeah, um, and this whole this swords? whole sequence. No. I don't think they have swords. I think it's later the dudes on motorcycles have the swords. Uh, the dudes. Oh, these they have the, the machine guns. Yeah, because yeah. he's like he like grabs the guns and he's like shooting them right in the helmet and stuff. So right, right uh, from the horse, and he, he like leans over on the side of the horse and like shoots that yeah. guy. And, and this uh, whole sequence, like of him running, fighting all these gangs, is a is an homage to the warriors. Oh, the warriors! Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh he runs to this theater um there's there's a lot of russians there uh and he he presents a cross and he's like i have my ticket that's when he talks to angelica houston and i guess like we learn we don't get a ton of details but this is kind of i guess his family his, in his a way origin, or, the, yeah. or, or his origin it's giordani whatever like he was he they're was, the ones that yeah train, so, oh, so he going. is i'll get it Okay. <laughs> um, so he's his real name is Giordani Jovanovich, and he is a, he was a Russian orphan, or or or, or uh, 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 from Belarus. Belarus. He was, he was from Belarus, yeah. a Belarusian orphan, and was brought here, um, and trained by this by the 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 Russian mafia essentially, and uh, or the uh, yeah the, the 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 Russian mafia, and. Um, and so this is where he trained. This is this whole area. This the, the ballet, the the wrestlers in the back. They're all being trained to be assassins, and uh, and this is where he started. So he has this cross that was given to him as a member of this family, where it grants him one like one wish or one favor essentially. And uh, if he uses it, it breaks his ties to the family. And but he gets whatever it is he needs to to proceed on. Right. Also, I'd like to mention that while they're uh, walking like to Angelica Houston's office, we see a ballerina like pull off her toenail. And I'm like, that's gross. I didn't I didn't need to. I I don't like feet as it is. And toenails. No, thank you. Yeah, that was gross. I I once like stubbed my toe so bad that like like I ended up having to pull off my own toenail like that. And it was 
I, I don't want to get into it. Uh, okay. So uh, <laughs> John Wick, like basically he wants, yeah, it was, it was not, it was not cool. It was, it was gross. Um, so he wants to go to Casablanca. Um, so Angelica Houston agrees to like uh, tear his ticket, which apparently involves taking that cross, yep, heating it up in a fire and branding him in the back with it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then we cut back to the continent, continental, uh, an adjudicator from the high table shows up. Uh, she talks to Ian McShane and basically like, Hey, you know what? You're in trouble with the high table because you didn't immediately kill John wick because he, you know, he committed business on, uh, consecrated ground. Yep. You gave him the hour. So now, uh, you're in trouble and we're basically going to force you to not be the manager of the continental. anymore. <clears throat> right. And then she goes and talks to uh, Lawrence Fishburne at the Bowery, and she's like, you're in trouble because you helped John Wick. And he's kind of like, oh, by the way, I love Lawrence Fishburne in these movies. Yes. He is, he is like sustaining himself by chewing the scenery in these movies. Oh, my God. He's and so I have, great. I haven't seen the fourth one, but again, I've heard that he continues to chew the scenery in the fourth oh one. Oh, my God. In the best possible way. Like, not... Okay. Not like Al Pacino I mean, not, and Dick Tracy. Not like Al Pacino bad. Like Al Pacino and Dick Tracy good. Like that's how he <laughs> chooses the scenery. It's so perfect though. It's yeah, so perfect. He, he's great in this. So he's in trouble for helping John Wick. Okay. Uh, back to John Wick. He's made it to Casablanca now. Uh, he talks to Halle Berry, who's the basically the manager of the Casablanca. Continental. Yeah, Casablanca Continental, right? right. Um. She's got, it's funny too, because even my note, it's like, oh, she's got two German Shepherds. Wrong. They're just, they're whatever those dogs we talked about. Right. So she's got these two dogs. Um, and, and the thing is that John Wick has her marker. That's one of the things he got from the library was a marker. He did this favor for, it, they don't really explain it. He like saved a daughter, like got her daughter out. And, and yeah. Daughter so she, she has a daughter and he basically is the only one who knows her daughter exists yeah. other than other than her. And she doesn't even know where John hit her. So John yeah. took her and hit her at some location with some other family. He's the only one who knows where she is, but she's safe. Right. And it's like, it's the marker thing. It's the same thing that got him kind of in trouble in the second one Yeah, is like, you know, having the marker. Um, so uh, she ends up eventually uh, begrudgingly agreeing to help him because of the marker. She doesn't want to do it, right. uh, but but she ends up agreeing to help him. Um, uh, we cut back to the adjudicator. Uh, this time she's talking to the chairman. He's like seemingly just like this sushi chef, like working at a restaurant. Um, but then like, you know, uh, it turns out he's an assassin with his own crew. Yep. Uh, what's the thing they keep saying? It's like, uh, the thing about serving, what do they say? Like, uh, oh, say I, I, I have served, I, I, I have served, I will be of service. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, he cuts up some blowfish for her to have. So, um, uh, and, and basically they hire him to take out John Wick and everyone that helped him. So cool. him and his crew, um, so back to uh, oh no! Before we get back to John Wick, uh, uh, the chairman and his crew they go visit the Russians. Uh, they kill a bunch of Russians, uh, and like as punishment for Angelica Houston helping uh, John Wick, they stab her through like both hands when yes. she has them held out. Right? Um, which like I, I don't uh, it, it, I get it. Like John Wick is like the Baba Yaga. He's like unstoppable, but it, it's kind of frustrating to me that like. Russians can't do anything against these, like, uh, the chairman's guys. When they go to the Bowery, no one can do anything. But that, like, John Wick seemingly just takes them out like they're nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the power of John Wick. <laughs> so, okay. So, uh, Halle Berry and uh, John Wick, <laughs> like, how he, uh, actors in the character name. Yeah. Anyways, they go to talk to Barada. That's the guy that's um, uh, uh He's Brom. the mint. Yeah, he's the Brom from he's Brom from uh, Game of Thrones, Correct. and yeah, he runs like the the facility that makes the coins and the markers and all this stuff. Uh, uh, and he wants John Wick's looking to get in touch with the one that sits above the table, the Elder, right? Correct. Which the only thing that I don't, and maybe you can explain this to me. I don't understand, and I feel like they don't explain it well enough. It's like why does 
why does this guy, why does Brom, why does he, why does John Wick know that he knows how to get in touch with the elder, right? Like, well, cause he's, he's like, okay. So, so Brom or whatever you want to call him. Barada. Barada. He is the, he, he's, he's higher than like, he's not quite high table, but he's higher than everybody else. He's he's uh he's like uh he's the banker. He's the the person who makes the coins. He makes the markers. He's in charge of all of the commerce that goes on within this assassins guild or this this underground assassins world. Um, so he's like a he's like a high ranking official. He would be like um, you know, like a like a I don't even know what you would call him like a like a bishop. Like if there's a king and there's like a king's court. He's like a bishop in the court. He's like a high up, a high, higher, higher up person. Okay. Cause he like tells like John Wick, he's like, Oh, in order to like meet the elder, like go to the desert and start walking. And basically until you can't walk anymore and then he'll find you. It's like yeah. what, what he kind of tells him. Um, so then like the whole thing turns into this giant shootout because uh, Barada is like, well, because I helped you, I want you to Halle Berry wants you to give me one of your dogs and Halle Berry's like nah I ain't gonna do that so he shoots one of the dogs but the dog's fine it's not dead dog's got a bulletproof vest because he happens to just shoot it in the bulletproof vest right. but she gets really mad about it and then just starts um, just starts like it turns into this like crazy crazy this shootout awesome shootout where they go from like it's almost video game ask like they go from room to room and you know there's She's using the dogs to attack people. They're hiding behind pillars. They're shooting people. They're killing people. Taking their taking their their uh, weapons and their their clips off of them and reloading their guns. And it's fantastic. It's yeah, so and cool. My note says, "Man, these dogs love biting peeps, especially in the crotch." Because oh, yeah. that's what I forgot. Like. Uh, they don't even kill uh, uh, Barada or Brom. No. Like the dog just like bites him in the crotch for like a really long time. Yeah. And I think she like shoots him in the leg and then they're like, okay, see ya. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's a crazy scene. I don't know how many people they kill in that scene, but it's it's wild. It's a lot. Uh, it's a ton of people. So uh, she drives him out into the desert. I like how she helps him, but she still is kind of pissed at him because there's like the water bottle in the back of the truck yeah. uh, they take and she gives water to the dog and then she drinks like a ton of it yep. and then gives him like the water bottle with a very little bit in it. And he yeah, after she, she, sw- she takes whatever's left, swishes it in her mouth and then spits it back into the bottle and gives it yeah. to him. And that's the only water he has to drink. Yeah. So uh, so he walks off into the, into the desert uh, cut back to New York. Uh, the chairman and his men attack uh, Lawrence Fishburne's men at the Bowery. Yep. Um, and, and they're like, hey, you gave uh, John Wick seven bullets, so you get seven cuts. So he like <laughs> like slashes uh, Lawrence Fishburne seven times with the sword. Uh, John Wick, uh, he passes out in the desert, but the men grab him and he goes and meets with the elder. And I'm like, they call him the elder, but that dude does not look that old. So I thought it was kind of weird. That they explain was- it in the fourth movie. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. God damn. I guess I'll have to see the fourth one. Yep. Um, so uh, the elder basically tells John Wick, he's like, hey, uh, you can die here. I'll kill you. Or you can live and go back to serving the table and becoming an assassin again. Uh, and also your first assignment is you have to go and kill Ian McShane. Yep. Um, and John Wick agrees to do it. Uh, and then he has to cut off one of his fingers. Well, not just one finger. He has to... He has to give his wedding ring. He has to give his wedding ring to him. But the way to do it is he can't take it off his finger. He has to cut off that finger. So proving that he is dedicated to this. Yeah. And he cuts it off really quick and like cauterizes it. And then he's like, he's pretty good. I guess that's not his trigger finger. No, it's his ring finger. All right. All right. Trigger finger. Your first finger is your trigger finger. I guess I don't know what the what the ring finger is. Um, I don't wear any rings, so no. And, and you did bowl with your you know wrong fingers. Okay, for a long time, so. okay, 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 okay. Uh, I did jokingly told Jody uh, we were driving by uh, Woodland Lanes the other day, and I was like, "Hey, we should get the old bowling team back together and join the league." <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. I don't even know if uh, could we get Jason Barry. I'm not sure we could. <laughs> That's what uh, Jody's like. We'd have to fly him in from wherever he lives now. Uh, 
Uh, okay. So, um, uh, where are we at? Sorry. Cuts uh, off his finger. So cuts off his finger. Uh, he, they give him a new suit. He arrives back in New York. Uh, he's immediately like uh, met by the uh, Zero. chairman and Zero, his yeah. guys. Kills some of them. There's a sweet motorcycle chase. That's the motorcycle yes. chase with all the swords because there's right. that sweet there's that sweet shot where they're all chasing them and they all just like yeah. like put their swords down and stuff. And that's that's a really cool scene where he's like fighting all the guys off and uh -huh. like making them like crash into each other and stuff like that. Um, uh, he's still being chased by the chairman, but he makes it back to the Continental and like touches the stairs so he can't kill him. And there's that really like weird scene, but also like really funny where like they're so waiting good. and like the chairman's just like talking to him. Like, it's, I, like he's a fanboy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like every, like again, everybody loves John Wick and like, he's just talking. He's like, Oh, we're the same. Uh, and all this stuff. And it, it, it's just a really funny scene. Uh, cause like, Basically, he's carrying the whole conversation and like John Wick saying nothing to him, but he just like keeps talking. I like how he sits down on the I couch. Know, I was like, say. John Wick sits down on the couch and the chairman sits down so close to him, directly next to him. And it's like John Wick gets up and moves to the chair. It's it's really kind of funny, it's, actually. Oh, God, it's great. It is so good. Um, okay, so then John Wick goes and he meets with uh, Ian McShane in the, I can't remember what they call it, but it's like at the, it's this big glass, like yeah, two-story like glass a, room. Like a presentation room or like a meeting room of some kind. So they kind of talk it out and basically like Ian McShane's <laughs> like, hey, the high table wants him to stop, step down, but I'm not going to do that. And they want John Wick. They want John Wick to kill Ian McShane, but he doesn't want to do that. So the adjudicator's like, "Okay, fine," and she calls it in um, and makes the has the Continental become deconsecrated. So now, like, business can take place on the Continental. Um, and then I love that. Uh, I love that bit where they where they're getting ready and the, the call back to the Matrix when they when like he asks Ian McShane asks uh, uh, Keanu Reeves John Wick what he needs, and he's like, "Guns." Lots of guns, yep. which is like exactly what he says in the Matrix. So, um, which is really cool. So they arm up for the fight. They go to like that secret room, which is full of guns. Well, it's like a, it's like the war room essentially. It's the the bunker that they have. Um, yeah, and it's filled. It's the armory. It's filled with every kind of gun you can imagine. And him and Sharon, which is which is Lance Reddick, um, just gear up. And this is the two of them working together in this. It, it might be my favorite thing in this movie. Well, I like it. And he tells him too, where he's like, Oh yeah, they've got like, you know, he'd been away for a while. They have like upgraded armor. So he's like telling him about like the bullets that he needs, you know, yep. to try and like try and shoot him and stuff like that. So, uh, so the high tables dudes show up and they're all in like this, like tactical armor and you know, like they, they're like, they, they're they, full on SWAT armor. Yeah. They kind of look like stormtroopers. Yeah. Like <laughs> Death their, troopers. Are, their helmet, the real thick helmets, they're all covered head to toe. And like the armor, like makes it really hard to kill. Uh, and, and I like how they demonstrate that when John Wick is like he's shooting the first couple of them, and like the bullets kind of just about, or he thinks he kills them, and yeah. then they like get back up. Uh, I like how he eventually finds that he's like he's like lifting up the shields of their helmets and just like shooting directly into their faces. Yep. Um, so John Wick shoots a bunch of them, and then I like that the the like Continental like security guards show up and they immediately all get killed. Yep. Like they're so ineffective, but John Wick is like killing so many of these guys. And then I like that, like he kills a room full of them, and then he goes back to the armor, and he's like, "I need more firepower." Yeah, and so he's, he's uh, real frustrated too. He's yeah, like, you can see how frustrated he is. And then Sharon walks in, and Sharon is equally frustrated. Yeah. So they get these shotguns with these like armor-piercing rounds. Yeah, and he's got he's got their twelve-gauge shotgun slugs. So it's yeah. like being shot with. I don't even know. It's like being shot with a like a like a like a huge lead ball. Yeah. So so they 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 get these and they load them up and they're really doing the trick. They're just like blowing up these people's like heads like they're like water. Yeah. Or just something. obliterating these guys. It's awesome. They're killing so many more of these people with the shotgun. I love how like some of the stuff in this movie is so like or, or like in all the John Wick movies, it's so like subtle. But I just love like how fast he's reloading that shotgun yes. when he's like throwing the shells in there and stuff. Like it's like a small little bit, but it's just like, it's so like, Oh, like that's the way you would do it. And he's just like, yep. like throwing them in, you know, and like 
shooting all the guys and then going back by yep. it's like he's got I, that he's I, got that extra one mounted right at the on the side of the uh on the side of the shotgun so like if he needs one real quick he's out of bullets he just pops that one in real quick and takes a shot and then pulls out his his sidearm so he can finish that guy off yeah it, it's it's really great um so uh so he kills like most of those like stormtrooper type dudes right uh and then he he like chases uh the chairman up back up to that glass room uh, he has a fight with these uh, these two dudes with swords. I feel like those, and, and I don't know, I, I'm not a glass expert, but I feel like those glass cases, it's almost comical how many yes. glass cases he gets thrown into and how easily they break. Um, but then he uh, he ends up killing those two dudes with the swords. And then, like, my favorite, low-key favorite characters in the movies are these, like, twins that he fights uh-huh. uh, who are, like, so happy to meet him and be fighting him, and they're so, like, respectful for him from him you know like they help him up and uh, i don't know i really like the they're, whole thing they're, the re- they're in the raid oh are they yeah they're the guys from the raid oh i guess i didn't realize that so they're not twins they look like twins yeah okay no, I no, guess they're, they're, no they're, they're not twins but oh yeah they're, but they're no but they're from they're from the movie the raid i guess the one of them i do remember from being from the raid i guess i don't remember the other one but yeah. but anyways they were my favorite part and i love the fact that like I was so happy that he doesn't like kill them. Actually, he right. just kind of beats them, and like I feel like think about like all these movies. I'm like, is there anyone else that he fights and doesn't kill? Like I like that he just like those guys. He's just like maybe common. common I feel like yeah. in the second one, he, the second one he stabs common. He's like, hey, if you try and take this knife out, you're gonna die. But if you go to the hospital, you'll probably be okay. Yep. But like. I don't know. I really liked it. They were just like so happy to be meeting him and fighting him, and yeah. Then they beat him, and he's kind of they're like, uh, "What's he says?" Uh, he speak is it Indonesian that they're yes. speaking? And he's like, "He's like BC and you, yeah." yeah. Uh, so I, I really like that little bit. Um, then he has a big fight with the chairman. Uh, a really so awesome good. fight. It's a great fight. There's a little bit of comedy in it. It's yeah. Oh, I like so how, good. I like when he keeps slamming the chairman's head into like the glass uh-huh. and stuff like that, and uh, he ends up like uh, finally like stabbing him through the chest. And I'm like, all right, basically he the, the same way he did for for Common, right? And I'm like, oh sweet, he killed the chairman, but then the chairman's like still alive. Yeah, he sits up. Like, he's like talking to him. He's like, it was a pretty great fight, wasn't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, okay, it was. But then I think finally the chairman does die because he like he slumps over. over yeah. yeah. But that was, that's really funny. It's like, um, so then like, uh, the adjudicator agrees to have a parlay with, yeah. uh, with Winston, with, uh, Ian McShane on the roof of the continental. And they're kind of like, Hey, you know what? Like we could keep this going. But you know what? He just wants to have control of the Continental. Continental, and she's like, "Well, this is kind of a show of force to show us that you deserve to own it, you know, and should be in charge of it." But there's still something, you know, like John Wick still can't leave. So like, Ian McShane just like pulls out his gun, like shoots John Wick a bunch of times. He falls off the roof of the Continental, yeah, crashes into hits, a couple like hits like four audience. or five things comically. Yeah. And so then, like, the adjudicator's like, all right, fine, things are great, I'm going to leave. But she's going to leave, and she's like, his body's gone, like, it's not there, like, this could be bad news for us. And then we find out that uh, TikTok, uh, Jason Manzoukas has him in his uh, shopping, cart. shopping cart and pushes him to <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne, who's hiding out in the sewers, continuing to, like, eat, chew the scenery, like, oh, no God. one's business. And I like so that little good. bit where he... I like that little bit where he's like, oh, if you can hear me, raise your hand. He's like, oh, man, they took one of your fingers. And then John Wick's other hand comes up and he, and he gives, him the middle, yeah. gives him the middle finger. Um, and it kind of seems and it's like basically they essentially are like, we're going to uh, team up and like take it to the high table because they both screwed us over. Yep. And that's how, and it, that's, ends. That's it, ends how with, it ends. It ends with Lauren Fishburn saying, I'm pissed <laughs> off. Are you? <laughs> are you pissed off john and he looks up and he just goes yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's how it ends yeah that's the end of it so um yeah it's great oh god there's there's so many great parts in this movie like and it's and again i know i've said it a million times while you're talking about it it's stuff you've never seen before you've never mm-hmm. seen somebody fight with horses you've never seen a a uh, knife battle like that you've never seen like that that whole shootout in the continental i've never seen anything like that before like just balls to the wall 
whatever guns you can grab, like people shooting, it reminded me a lot of the end of, um, is it hard boiled or is it the killers where he's just got the sack full of guns? Like it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, it's, (laughs) yeah, it's like I said, I haven't watched the whole thing in a while and I kind of forgot how crazy the ending of this is like, the whole scene, like that, from when he's fighting, like the 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 high tables, like uh, like SWAT team, basically, to when the whole like different fights in the glass room, and it's just yeah. like it's so crazy. Like it just keeps ramping up and up and up and up and up and up and up, and it's yeah, it, it in it's, the best it's, possible it's, way. Yeah, it's it's really great. It, it's it really is phenomenally entertaining. Um, um good. I was going to ask you if you had any role reversals. I do. Though. So the only ones I could find, they had some for Sophia, which is Halle Berry's character. They considered Jennifer Beals, Eva Longoria, okay, Selma Hayek, okay, uh, Penelope Cruz, okay, Marion Cotillard, okay, Uma Thurman, who would have probably been okay. That would have been cool, yeah. yeah. And Marissa Tomei, who I don't really see. I like Halle Berry in this. Yeah, I, Halle Ber- I think Halle Berry is perfectly cast in this yeah i think she does really good in it um and that whole fight scene with her and the dogs is really is really cool yeah it's just phenomenal it's so good um i mean i don't really have a lot of other things specifically to say about it you know it's uh we really kind of hit it as we were going along Oh, do we? You know what we should talk about is the uh, body count of the movie. Yes, good. They say that the body count is 167, with uh, 94 of them being killed by John Wick himself. Yeah. It says 90 by John Wick, 47 by uh, Halle Berry, uh, three by Sharon, and the rest by other characters. Yeah. So, and, and surprisingly, not the most in the series. The second one, he killed, I think, 118 people himself. Oh wow! Yep. Wow. So uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's kind of wild. But uh, as we're as we're sitting here talking about it, I'm like, I really do need to see the fourth one because you kind of got do. this one kind of got me jazzed up for it. So yeah, and, and I think that was part of the reason why I watched it so close to um, so close to uh, seeing the fourth one is I like I knew I just. I had the itch. Like I needed to see this movie again for the, I don't know, seventh or eighth time um, yeah. before seeing the fourth one. Cause I knew they flowed right into each other. And that's kind of the thing we should, we should sort of mention is the entire four movies, the entire series take place in less than a year. <laughs> Just like, wild. The first three movies are uh, like a week and a half to two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then it's a year for everything else. It's wild. It's crazy how close these all are. <laughs> these are just back to back to back, all one incident. Um, should we should we get into the rating on them? We might as well. Yeah, let's just let's just yeah. rate it and then yeah, we'll rate it. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Do you want to go first? You don't. You go. You go first. Dang, I want you to go first. Uh, I can go first if you want, if you really want me to. Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you go first? Okay. My... I love this movie. This is, without a doubt, one of my favorite movies to watch. Um, I've seen the fourth one, and I got to see the fourth one, I think, another time to be sure, but I'm fairly certain this, the third one, is my favorite one of the series. Fourth wow. one's really good, but I, I think the third one is my favorite. Um Top to bottom, there's, I, I like, I, it's hard for me to find. F- yes, there's some things that are silly. Him switching out the 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 the, the parts of the gun just to fire one shot is kind of silly. And there's a lot of things in here that are very unbelievable. But I don't care. The movie's fun. <laughs> I love this movie. Top to bottom, there's no slow parts in this movie. Everything flows. There's a lot of depth to it. Like, eight, first of all, there's a lot of world building and an expansion of the world that they've built on in the second movie. He, Keanu Reeves says so much without saying anything in everything that he does in this movie that it's it's very deep. Like, it's, surpri- it's a surprisingly deep movie emotionally. 
um, just kind of watching him sort of go through the paces. Um, every character, every every actor in here that makes choices for their character makes the right choice, I feel. Like Lance Reddick, the way he kind of portrays Sharon as a, you know, cut and dry, you know, proper caretaker of the Continental. Ian McShane is sort of the 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 debonair kind of proprietor to Lawrence Fishburne literally chewing parts of <laughs> parts of the, the 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 stage that he's on you know in the best possible way and then Keanu Reeves like not even saying anything but saying everything like even even Manzukis TikTok man steals the show for the scene that he's in like everybody is so perfect in this movie I can't find fault with it um, and I love it and I'm probably a little rose colored glasses. I want to go five machine guns with this one, which I don't wow. do very often. I'm going five machine guns. Wow. I was not expecting that. I mean, you're right. I mean, I, I do really like this movie. I, I don't know if I would go as, and obviously I haven't seen the fourth one. Sure. I don't know if I'd go as far as to say, I think it's my favorite in the series. I still think I'd go with the original over this one. Um, I, I mean, this one's great. Um, you know, we talked about stuff I, I, and I will say that like, this is kind of like a double edged sword. Cause I really do like, I like the world building a lot, but like, it almost gets like a little too in depth and complicated for me. Like the, the man above the table and the high table. And it's like, like I understand, but it's like, I don't know. A little bit of it is like, I, I don't know. I feel like it, it's a little too overly complicated. Like, He's got to go talk to this Barada guy, but we don't really know why this Barada guy knows who the elder is. And, they, you know, it's like and it's fine and it works in the movie. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing, but I don't know. I feel like it's a little overcomplicated and not, you know, not enough to ruin the movie for me, you know. But um, I don't know. I do like it. I think the action sequences are great. Keanu Reeves is obviously great. I don't have much to complain about at all, um, but I, but I just because I don't think. It's my favorite in the series, and I don't think I gave the original five machine guns. I'm going to give this one four machine guns, but a very positive four machine guns because it is really good, and, and I do really like it. Um, and, and it's a you know it's a quick watch. It's you know it's like a two hour movie, but it goes by really fast. So mm -hmm. no complaints. But I, but I'm going to go with four machine guns for it. All right, fair enough. I like it. Um, I'm excited for you to see the fourth one. Yeah, it's on my it's on my list of things to do. Like there's, and this isn't spoiling anything, but no, I don't. I, you know me, I'm not really a guy that worries too much about spoilers. So well, this isn't spoiling anything, but the fourth movie adds new characters that could very easily have their own spinoff franchises. Okay, and it's it's cool to see because they could take the entire series in in several different directions, and. I'm excited for that, and I'm excited for you to see these new characters because I enjoy them very much. Well, John Wick 4 coming at some point when we do the month of Forkwalls. Let's see. We got John Wick 4, Lethal Weapon 4, Die Hard 4. Uh, we almost got a whole month there. We just need one more. We already did Fury Road, so we Rambo. can't do that one. Oh, we got fourth Rambo right there. We have a month. There we go. Boom. We got it. Uh, Our decent movies, too. Yeah, decent movies, yeah, for 100%. So, um, yeah, no, I'm excited to see it at some point. Like I said, I was supposed to see it, like, the Thursday Thursday night showing with uh, with Tush, but then, like, something changed in my schedule and I couldn't go, and then it just hasn't – I haven't found time yet, but I will at some point definitely see it. I'm not going to not see it. It just yeah, hasn't just, worked just, out. Just shut up and go tomorrow morning. Well, I, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Just do it. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> I can't. I try and I can't, so – um uh plugs should i go first with plugs i don't care sure okay i want to plug tubi sure um because you know it's free and it's great and it's tons of stuff on it this movie wasn't on tubi but they always got a lot of stuff it just switched over to a new month so check it out and see what's on there uh and also uh, I read it out loud last episode but go back and read the funny onion article about tubi because i still really enjoy it um it like last episode uh go back and listen to me and lbj on the uh legend of retro talking about fate of atlantis yep. uh also we are on there together talking about that spider-man game we are um and i was on there by myself once talking about uh alex kid in miracle world so uh 
guess I'm plugging uh, Legend of Retro yeah. as well. But you know, you know what's great about Legend of Retro? Very similar to our show. I They're mean, timeless. Timeless episodes. Timeless. Yeah. You know what? You listen to them anytime. And uh, it, it and and they're great. I love how we for a while we had, we were feuding with uh, Legend of Retro. Now we're we're singing their praises. I mean, we're kind of we're kind of also feuding with them too. But. Just just don't don't come back and make any more episodes because that will prolong how many episodes of this podcast we have to make. Are you saying you want to quit? I'm not saying Is I want to quit. I'm, it's not quit or talk. I'm just saying that I could see an end in sight at some point. Like, I don't think, I don't think we're going to be making this podcast in perpetuity. Like, I don't think we're going to be like 70 year old men still recording episodes of the last session podcast talking about like stone cold and Michael Jai white and a direct video movie. Although it does kind of sound awesome now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> so who knows? Sort of, you know, it's, it's a wild card. So who knows? It's okay. You know yeah. what? Everyone's replaceable. <laughs> All right. I've already, I've already done it once. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to do. I feel like I somehow got tricked into doing like seventy percent of the legwork on this podcast. I'm I'm very persuasive. So good luck finding a replacer. But no. Um. But yeah. No. Uh. If you haven't, go back. Like you said, they're timeless. They're great. Legend of Retro. Give them a listen. Yep. Uh. I am going to plug uh the Discord like I always do. Uh. Go to GameZillaMedia.com. That's GameZilla, all one word media.com and click on our discord link. It's at the bottom of the page or just Google search last action podcast and we'll pop up. Uh, but if you join our discord, you can chat with us, but also also on our discord channel is uh, on our discord server is another channel for the legend of retro. You can chat with the retro guys. Surprisingly, despite the fact that the show ended well over two years ago, that uh, uh, the discord is still, jumping there's still people that chat in the discord all the time about legend of retro episodes yeah probably more popular than our channel to be honest with you at times yeah you know what at <laughs> times it is uh yeah so check out discord chat with us you can also uh hit us up on instagram um facebook facebook yeah and and mainly Twitter. instagram but instagram it's if you like if you want to contact us via social media instagram is a place to do it i actually am in control of it and i check it uh, pretty frequently. Um, if you make a comment, I will comment back. So- Ooh, uh, I was going to say, Bill, uh, for all of our uh, people listening on the Discord, uh, just because I it started as a joke, but now that I'm really thinking that we want to do traumatizing 80s kids movies yeah. a month, uh, if you have any suggestions for that one, throw them out on the uh, Discord because I think that that would be a fun month it might stretch the limits of what an action movie is but i think it would be great for us it's okay you know like i said we'll do it in october halloween we always we always kind of play with the rules a little bit there so yeah maybe we we do never ending story we do labyrinth we do uh uh, oh what's that one with uh uh tim curry as the devil and uh and tom cruise uh legend legend maybe we do legend I've never seen Legend. Oh. I don't know if that's a kids movie though. It, that's what it was made for. Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. We could do Secret of Nim. You know. Yeah, we might have to do like two months of traumatized. Like Maybe. if you were if you weren't as old as me and LPJ back in the day, kids movies were dark. Yeah, <laughs> they were. You know, you know so, we, could do, we could also do uh, made for TV kids movies. Like get your brother on and do the Secret World of Og. Wow, what a poll. What cut. a poll. Yeah. Um, no, that, that month is definitely happening now. Like we've talked about it more, it's it's gonna happen and we're probably like gonna be really sad by the end of it, but um it'll be great. So but if you have any suggestions for that, throw them out on yep. the Discord. Although I feel like most of our listeners were maybe not super alive in the nineteen eighties. So maybe. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know who listens. So anyways. I said my piece. Great. Uh, I'm good. Uh, you know what? I think we hit it. I think we covered it all. I'm great. Great movie. If for some reason you're a fan of this podcast and you haven't seen John Wick 3, watch it. But I would assume that most people who are listening to our action movie podcast are very familiar with it. So I would I would hope so. And, and you know yes. what? And if you're not, then maybe you shouldn't Don't be listening to this podcast. Okay. And I was you, worried you're going to And you can go fuck yourself. <sighs> See? There it is. Say, don't, don't say it. it. But... It's a five-star movie. How can you not love it? 
Five machine guns, baby. Five machine guns. Fair enough. All right. This episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But we'll be back. <laughs>